real estate investing is changing, but there are people evolving and thriving. In this podcast, we'll listen to their stories and hopefully learn from them. I am dedicated to creating a life where I could create multiple passive income and doing something I love along the way. To me, the most important part is doing significant work and create great relationships along the way. For those that want to invest in passive income multifamilies, email me at abio at abiobiestatos.com. My name is Abio Biestatos. I am a real estate investor and entrepreneur, and I want to help you live the real estate life. Welcome to the Real Estate Life Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Life Podcast. So welcome to the Real Estate Life Podcast. Today we have a very special show. We have the co-founders of Estating. It's a very innovative way to investing in real estate. I'm blown away by the way they invest in real estate. I can't wait for you guys to hear more about it. Um, today I want to introduce Martin Pablo. Um, he is the co-founder and CEO and chairman of Estating. I also have Christina Jan. She is also the chief real estate officer. And I have Daniel Dominguez, the CCO of Estate. Uh, welcome to the show and thank you for having me here. Um, we are in one of their recent acquisitions in a very prestigious Ritz-Carlton Sunny Isles. Uh, we're exactly in Suite 4701. Uh, it's spectacular. We have views, panoramic views from both sides of the ocean and Florida. Uh, it, it's, it's a beautiful property. Um, we'll show shots of that so you guys can see this recent acquisition. Martin, um, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you find estating and your background before you started estating? Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Um, we had a basic thought. How do we bring real estate into the financial world so that everybody can actually invest through their brokerage account as if they were buying shares or bonds into a specific real estate? We wanted to get away from the nameless funds and and the the REITs of this world, and we wanted to bring property picking into the portfolio of the investor. So with us, you can choose the individual property and make it up to your own asset allocation. So that was the basic idea. It was very clear from the beginning that our initial target audience was going to be financial advisors and their wealthy clients. Our ambition goes far beyond that. We want to make everybody uh, invest, able to invest into real estate via our platform. But the first big step is a wealth management offering. It's solution-driven, and it allows the financial advisor and their investors to specifically pick the properties they want to invest in. We have a broad range of offerings. We can also make tailor-made offerings to them, but that's for later in today's discussion. Christina, can you make an introduction of yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, as you said, I'm one of the founders of Estating and um, I'm responsible for the property part of our business because, um, yeah, we are the owner of the property in one of our business lines and it's, yeah, it's very important that you really understand the property. From, from every case um, we are producing, um, before we founded Estating, I was responsible inside huge building and housing companies. I'm an architect and I think, yeah, I know the property with all the things that which are inside and outside. Okay, understood. Daniel, uh, give us a little bit of background, Mr. Yeah, thank you for having us. I mean, I come from the, the client side. 
I've been working in the financial industry for more than 25 years. And it, it, it was clear from the beginning uh, that uh, we didn't have access to real estate like we have for other financial products. Uh, clients can have access to uh, the best companies in the world in the, in the traditional market, you can buy the best tech company or the best airline, but uh, real estate like uh, this Chris Carlton was not accessible to, to clients. You, you cannot participate, it's only for the super rich. So we said, okay, how we can turn an asset that is local to global? Or how can we take an asset from uh, uh, outside the financial system to the financial system and make it more democratize the real estate and able, able to have access. No? So we listen to clients. Clients, they want to participate in real assets, in real economy. This is clear, a real economy. And we say, okay, let's let's try to bring this asset class, be the Robin Hood, and try to, to make it happen. My role in staking is listen to the founders and the company, and listen to the clients, and try to bring both together. Now, Martin, um, you mentioned something to me prior when we were talking that really stood out to me. This doesn't act or function like a REIT. Um, tell me a little bit about that and what is the difference between your product and a REIT and how does a client get to benefit from that product? Okay. Thank you very much. Um, it's, a, it's an investment product. Uh, it's built initially for high net worth individuals. It sits inside the brokerage account. You choose exactly the property you want. You choose the volume you want, and then you purchase it and have it sitting in your brokerage account. What are we doing to achieve that? Um, we raise the funds via the issuance of a security. Therefore, it sits inside the financial world and can be moved as a financial asset. With that money, we decide either on leveraging it, if we want it to be a higher yielding asset, or we choose not to leverage it, if we want it to be a very stable, safe uh, anchor for your portfolio. Um, and that's it pretty much what we do. If I, if I may, you know, a REIT has multiple properties, and it's a diversified strategy. We don't want to compete with REITs or funds. You know, in the securities world, you can buy Apple shares, you can buy an index, you can buy an ETF. But in the real estate, you buy real funds, but you cannot go to the location, location, location. So we were able to see to complement the wealth management offering, and then you can go and buy a real fund. We, we we don't compete with them; we complement. But here is a perfect example: you buy apartment forty-seven oh one, Sunny Islands, Florida, US. And this is location, 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 a play that you cannot do now in real estate from your broker accounts. It's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. It's an important place. You choose the specific location and the specific apartment. It's not the building. The client will own the economic value and the, and the value of this apartment. And, and sorry for interrupt. It's a scarce product. So Daniel always says that real estate uh, has a time until the opportunity is gone. It's not like an Apple share, which you can buy today, tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow. Okay? In this whole building, there are only X Sky Villas, very little of them. 
this was the last one we got. Okay, so there's nothing similar in the market. So once this is gone, and once we have purchased it for our investors, it's a very very scarce product at a high end value with a significant appreciation potential because it's so scarce. Now, um, Christina, how are you identifying your markets where you're going to make your investments? Um, is there specific markets here in the states that you're pursuing? I think we have, this is really a very interesting question because this is a discussion in our founders round. We have these clients, we have the local markets, we have this location, location, location. And I think it's, it's a challenge to put all these things together, to have the right client, the right investor with the right property. And so, yes, we prove all our markets we are invested in, we prove the properties and then, um, yeah, hopefully we have a perfect match with, with, with each part of our business. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to jump sure. in uh, from, a, from a strategic point of view. We are trying to build a global platform for global investors to choose the best locations globally. There you need to start somewhere and you need to have the capacity to properly judge the property. So whilst the financial markets is a global market, and the security can be moved from A to B extremely fast. And that's the market we are tapping in from the investor side. Our investors are largely global investors, ex-US investors. Our product today is not distributed to US investors, but it's distributed in the rest of the world. Uh, we had to choose some core locations where we have the capacity to judge the underlying property. And initially we have chosen for those markets uh, Germany, um, because Christina um, is very well known in Germany and has ex excellent access to product, specifically Berlin, but it's actually the whole of Germany from there moving to the wider Europe. Uh, secondly, we have Spain as our second large location today. Uh, and in the US, we have started out in Miami because it's the most, uh, most, um, driving and highest positive migration market inside the US and we have long-term relationships to the market. So those are our three initial core markets and now we're building it out uh, on investors and investors demand. Yeah, it's, it's definitely no secret that Miami is driving a lot of traffic um, internationally and domestically within the United States. Uh, this asset in particular just showcases the beauty of South Florida. Uh, from growing up here, I personally grew up down here and seeing city like Miami grow has grown in the last couple of years, it's been incredible. Um, I'm looking at one of your offerings, which is particular for this property, and you were explaining to me how easy it is for an investor to see this offering and invest by just providing their broker's information mm -hmm. on their investment and how quickly this could happen. Um, walk me through that process, if you don't mind taking the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple. I mean, uh, you go to your, this is a financial instrument registered under Global Law. It's a Luxembourg securitization with a Swiss uh, icing. So you go to your broker account, it identify the number, uh, your broker will see if you are qualified or not qualified, and then you purchase suddenly cross-border without any problems, a, a property of your choice. You know, I mean, we are here in Miami and all of, all of 
of us, maybe we are already acquainted with Miami, but uh, actually we have a lot of mandates for Europe. Imagine that you have a, to buy a property in Berlin. Here, for many of our clients in Latin America, uh, Miami is a well-known place, but if you have to go somewhere else or you have to go to London or Singapore, we have uh, this alternative. So you go to your broker account, you identify the, the property, you put the ice in, it goes to the trading room, and you trade. And suddenly you are part of, of this building, this apartment, or part of a, a multifamily in Berlin, or part of a beautiful apartment in Gramlia. So, so simple. You know how difficult it is to purchase uh, real estate? You, you know that uh, when you explain to me your product, that the simplicity of that transaction is mind-blowing for you. Because it takes away dealing with a realtor, mortgages, brokers, title companies, all the layers and processes that you have to go to acquire a property like this. Yeah. And, and on top of that, the bidding, the appraisals, am I getting the right deal, am I not? So something is broken, who you call? Exactly, exactly. So for <laughs> someone just to be able to identify a number and give it to the broker, I want to be I want to own a piece of that. There's a lot of value to that. So I see where your opportunity is in the market. It's very important that we, we, Martin and I, we come from the financial world, so we didn't have any idea about real estate. Uh, so for us to buy Apple shares, we never thought about, yes, Apple also have bathrooms. Yeah. Apple has also a building. Yeah, yeah. But we buy Apple shares and we forget. Yeah. But now we have a living animal, we have a baby, and we have to take care of it. Yeah. So it's, it's still those things, we do it. Property management, service, valuation, pricing, taking care of everything. You see that we are taking care of this. Yeah. But for you as a financial instrument, we don't want to deal with that. You don't want to deal yeah. with that. We, right. we, we deal with that with through Christina and her team. But this is taking care. It's like taking care is investing without the hassle. Now, I just want to understand so the audience could understand also is. Does this act as a timeshare, or is this not like a timeshare where you get to participate and come here and visit the property and live it and clear, clear that for me? No, absolutely not. It's an investment product. Uh, and as Daniel usually says in this moment, if you buy an Apple share, you don't get an iPhone. <laughs> um, and that's more than true. I wanted to add something to what Daniel said earlier. Um, in my past, I did build and run banks, asset managers, and stock exchanges. Okay, And all that technology we've basically now transferred to the real estate market. So this here works like a mini IPO. Uh, we find something beautiful, we put in our platform, we put a sub subscription period, you put in your order, you get allocated on your order, it's booked in your account. And the beauty of it is you do not need to run through the normal KYC acquisition process because you are buying a security. It works as a standard security delivery versus payment. So it's clean money in clean buildings for clean people. And it's very easy, very simple. It uses standard financial markets technology uh, now on a new asset class. Very important, you know, many fintechs and many new companies, they, they try to disintermediate the financial system. No, we trust the financial system. There is, a, there is a value there. There is the trust of the people. There is a global layer. There is a, a function they do. So what we did is, okay, how we incorporate it into the banking system. What we try to do it is make it simpler for the people to invest. 
but we, we incorporated all these tr trusted partners for you to buy one of the most important asset classes that is real estate. On an investment like this, um, when should I start expecting my distributions? Is it quarterly, yearly, as an investor? It depends on the product, okay? So we basically do what you would be doing when you invest into a product, but we do it in larger scale and we do it professionally. So the expected returns are similar to what you would get if you would find 10, 10 friends and invest together with them into something. Okay, so if the underlying is an underlying that generates consistent returns, then you will get those on a quarterly, half yearly or yearly basis, depending on how we have it. We can also make the product an accumulating product because in, in some jurisdictions for our investors, it's more attractive to accumulate the returns and get them at the end as a value appreciation rather than as an interest payment. So it actually works like all major financial instruments. This asset in particular you just acquired, um, what is the maturity date on this one? Our product in general works with a very long majority. So we issue our, our notes usually on a 30-year majority, extendable, because the idea is not that you sell the underlying profit, uh, property to cash in. The idea is that you transfer the security to cash in on the value add, because then you're having a secondary market which allows you to transfer it very fast to another interested person, and that other interested person then uses um, buy and sell orders via a broker, rather than having to go to the real estate broker, the notary, and all the, the, the real world layer that usually is beyond it. That has significant competitive advantages, depending on which market you're in. So, for example, in most European markets, you transfer cost of a property in the real world is somewhere between 10 and 15%. Okay, those costs do not exist if you transfer the security. Okay? So there's a clear competitive advantage in the turnover of the property. Also, by you holding a note, you can sell your note without having to liquidate the underlying property or you can partially liquidate it. Even if you hold the entire apartment via a note, you can then start transferring it to your children. Or you can start liquidating partially and cashing in, and but remaining the value increase on the rest, depending on your own financial needs. So it makes it a much, much more flexible instrument than you have today. So to touch base on that, that that's the part that really stood out to me. Uh, from being someone who invests in real estate, uh, the flexibility to sell and buy with your product. It's not something that you have when you own the actual real estate. Mm -hmm. um, and the fees to trade in actual real estate are very high. Uh, sometimes it keeps you from selling. It's going through the process itself. Um, so, so if I'm an investor in your product, how fast, let's say I have an emergency. I, I need to liquidate. Okay. Um, it's a semi-liquid product. Okay, because it's based on a private placement, so there's no publicly trading. We basically help you to exit. In the past, it never took longer than three months to find somebody else interested in taking over the position, which is very good for real estate, okay, especially if you want to get out partially. Yes, of course. And the structure, and the structure I mean, the, 
you don't have lockout period, you have the same rights, you don't have to ask your co-investors, so you don't have to ask the other investors, no, I sell, no, I don't sell. You, you are free to add. If you have like the bid and the ask, like the financial market, you transfer. You are tomorrow in a cafe with your friend, but I'm going to sell you my risk album, okay? <laughs> and you sell it right away. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, like yeah, the yeah. flexibility of that. You want to buy this? Ah, you put the order. <laughs> you bring you the order. <laughs> you, you, you are co-owner. Yeah. No problem. This yeah. has never happened. Now, is what specific asset class are you in? Um, what I mean by that is, are you in single-family home? We'll call them here in the states. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we also call multi-families or multiple apartments in one. Yeah. Are you in retail? Uh, are you in commercial products like office buildings? Can you tell me a little bit more of what products you are focusing on, and mm -hmm. which ones are you targeting here in the states for your, okay. your global okay. investors? Okay. In general terms. Our client is the financial advisor and his clients, okay? And they have a very broad demand basis. So we are offering a relatively broad range of products. Um, we do uh, single family homes. We do multifamily homes uh, as our anchor products where we are deep inside the value chain ourselves and do the whole value chain. We then offer via LP investments where we participate as an LP and then syndicate it down to the individual investor. I call that the Robin Hood of LP investments. There we are into uh, value add and development projects and they can be both residential and commercial. And we've actually done a few transactions in the US where we uh, basically via an LP invested into real estate private equity. I mean, when we started out this journey, we wanted to create the bridge between the financial world and the property world. So what's the big difference between the financial world and the property world? The biggest one is uh, uh, one you can touch and the other is just a synthetic product. Okay? So it's all about the experience. So apart from a faceless fund, we actually want to have a face and we want to give an experience around what we are doing. So if you invest in the in the Ritz-Carlton here, we're actually having our opening ceremony today and we're receiving our investors and financial advisors to show them the, the apartment. So that's happening after we finish this podcast. That's the experience part of it, okay? And, and all of us, but especially high net worth individuals, uh, are more and more looking for accumulating experiences more than just an investment. They want that extra on top of it because that's what drives them. And therefore, we are currently looking at, at, a, at a vineyard and luxury hotel development project, very small um, in, in, a, in a very nice location that we are currently promoting as a product. So the well, offering is out as we speak? Uh, the offering is out as a soft offering. So we are having basically, it actually works like an IPO, okay? So we are now in a in a in an in exploration phase before we go out of the exploration phase into the placement period. Work with me on that. What does exploration phase mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, it, you it, want to know how many bottles of wine you will get if <laughs> you invest, and how uh, and how much ni nights you want to spend at the <laughs> at the luxury hotel. But uh, no, honestly. 
if you design a product, sometimes you need to test what the market is important to. Okay, how much is important is the yield component? How important is the value component? How much how important is the experience component? And if you structure a product like that, you can model that. You can one make one bigger and the other smaller depending on where, where our investor base lies. So we are basically in a in a in a in a soft launch environment. We are talking to investors. What are you more interested in? Are you more interested in this part, this part, or that part? And then we finalize the structure of the product before like the we launch strategy, it. Because you're engaging your investors to get a feel of what is is it the experience, is it the location, or they just want to know that they own that. So. Uh, I think that, that is something very interesting. I'm going to take a note from you on that one. I like that. It's a step ahead of what we've been doing so far to engage a bit more with the investors. Yeah. I've, I found in our personal investments that sometimes the experience might discourage investors when they see that the experience doesn't really fit their, their lifestyle. Even though they're not going to live in the property, even though they're not going to visit it or touch it, it just doesn't fit their personality or the way they live. So I like that, that you're incorporating experience into your investment strategy. Is there any other product or, uh, that you're engaging here in Miami? Anything else similar to this? Very similar to this. We are currently analyzing, I think, three different options. Again, same thing here. As we are in very close contact with our financial advisors, we are discussing with them what they most like. Okay, uh, One of our product offerings is actually the other way around. So here we are having something where we say, this is beautiful, you should have that. Okay, but now imagine the situation you're sitting in front of your financial advisor and your financial advisor has 100 clients and he has a very clear idea uh, what, where he wants to position his chips. Hmm? And then we can say to him, okay, you get together 15 of your clients and we tailor make a product for you. For example, now we, we, we've just been executing that for, for one financial advisor and 13 of his clients. They came to us and said, you guys are strong in Germany. You can source Berlin for us. We believe it's one of the strongest growing cities, as we believe. You are strong at it. Can you source a multifamily house for us? Can you get us also the leverage on it? As you are Europeans, you will get access of Europeans to European rates. So you will get access to very scarce properties, which if you're not part of the club like Christina, you have no idea. It's, it's impossible to get. There are 50 bidders per multifamily house at the early stage process. You don't actually get into it. They're 99.5% filled up with people. Wow. Turnover rates are less than a month. So it's, it's, it's a highly competitive edge. It's where pension funds put their money to get um, sufficient returns for the guaranteed returns they need to have. It's where wealthy families put their money. So if you're not German and if you're not part of the club, you are not even invited to sit at the table. You're not okay. having cocktail hours today. Uh, and they, and they, they came to us and said, okay, you are always invited to the table. You can source this professionally and manage it professionally for us. You get access to top, uh, to top, um, um, mortgage rates, which we would never get access to. Um, we believe the euro is weak. Uh, the dollar is strong and that might change over the next five to 10 years. Sure. So what if we take 15 of our clients and give you five million? What can you source for us? So that's basically a reversing quiet transaction where the financial advisor is fully in the driver's seat. And that complements our strategy. Right. Very nice. Very nice to put. Um, you touch base on mortgages. Um, I have to touch base on that. How are you strategizing around this market right now? Daniel, do you want to take this one? 
I mean, it's no secret. It's um, there's a lot of investors that are rather sit on the sideline and wait. Whether the storm here in the states, um, you can talk about uh, you know your investors overseas. I can tell you the weather here is people still investing in Miami and South Florida. There's still investments. There's adjustments being made in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, I'll, I'll let you touch base on that on the interest rate topic, which is top of the line right now. I mean, inflation and, uh, and interest is, is in everyday conversation. Yesterday we were with an important developer here in Miami and we touched bases on uh, construction cost, uh, supply chains, interest rate. And then uh, demands drive the business and, and these, these prices are taken in, in, into the final product. Uh, the rentals are higher, the, 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 the finished product has a higher volume, a higher price. So this, anyway, in, in this kind of properties is translated and the clients, the demand is still very high. No? Uh, but the economy has to absorb this. Of course, they have to, to maneuver. Uh, but with this high growth, uh, you, you cannot wait. You cannot be paralyzed. Uh, the, the, the worst decision is not to take a decision. And uh, we hear from the developers, yes, we have to adjust the, the tables, we have to adjust this, but suddenly the rental agreements are higher. The, we, we translate some of the cost to the clients, the price of the properties went up. And this is a perfect example that over time this is hedge against inflation. So uh, cycles are cycles. You cannot be paralyzed by by cycles. This is a long-term investment. Uh, you get shock, of course, but uh, you have to have this. That's why it's important that you are advised by financial advisor that maybe has longer time horizon. And we can take investment decisions in that sense, no? I like that you mentioned that the, the long-term horizon, uh, those investors that are thinking about flipping, or, or this is not uh, their investment. Um, if, if we, we strongly believe in the market. Like you said, people are going to make adjustments on the rents. Um, interest rates go up. You can get a motivated seller. It's going to be like, do you think there's going to be some sellers in trouble? Take the opportunity and take advantage of that for our investors. Um, would you like to add something? I mean, in the end, it balances itself out. If you have if you have an existing investment, we are locked in long term on the interest payments, so we don't carry an interest rate risk on the existing properties. Uh, if you buy a new properties and interest rates are rising, that has a direct impact on the selling price. So you probably are locking in at a higher interest rate, but a lower uh, at a, but a lower entry price. So again, you are locked in the position. So from an investor's point in our products, as long as you have the 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 the, the, the mid to long term time horizon, you will write this out always. Uh, more specifically to where we are with interest rates, and that's an, that's a more economic decision. Okay, we have seen a flooding of the market during COVID with liquidity. So uh, basically, all global markets are liquidity rich. Uh, inflation is now in everybody's head. How do you get rid of inflation? Well, you increase the interest rates. Let's hope that this is what it's supposed to be, a short-term hike to calm down the market uh, and then go back into economic growth. My personal judgment is rather that of a 12-18 months period that we will be seeing uh, rising or higher than normal interest rates. Uh, but as nobody globally can permit the economy to really go into a strong recession, 
Uh, I personally believe that we will be out of those buckles uh, latest in 24 months um, and we'll come back to, to easier weathers. And that again is going to support the business that we are doing, okay? Because then uh, if interest rates come down, obviously what we have on inventory will increase in value. What's additionally, I mean, we, we are talking from our point of view, but the, the, the world is not only the US. The interest rate in other countries are worse. Economic situations in other countries are worse. Uh, Latin America is like, like it is. Asia, many investors are looking for, even for, for, for these opportunities. Or still, when you have 40% uh, interest rate, and, and, and 40% inflation in other countries for 100%, 9-10% is nothing. So still, to be able to cross-border, buy properties in Europe and in the US is mind-blowing. Okay. Daniel, Christina, Martin, uh, thank you for giving me your time and allowing us to share this space with you. And I'm looking forward to staying with you guys for your cocktail hour with your investors and get to understand how they feel this property when they walk in. This is going to be the first for a, for a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. for all. Yeah. Uh, their faces are going to light up when they see this place. It's beautiful. <laughs> this is part of the experience. Thank you for your time and looking forward to investing. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Live podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, please go to my website, www.abiobiesteros.com.